Hello. You have you want aloe? <laughs> aloe vera? I just said hello. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said aloe. <laughs> hi hi, hello. Hello. Hi, welcome to the worst day of my life. My name is Cherish. And I'm Megan. <laughs> Probably talking too much. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, so the main like the main idea of this podcast was like mostly just sharing your stories because mine, <laughs> mine are like so I mean everyone everyone's stories are like kind of yeah for sure um not lame but you know not as horrible as <laughs> yours <laughs> 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 yeah yeah so it's um fine. So me sitting here listening to I'm you okay talk yeah. is, like, um, perfect. I also just, like, don't want to overwhelm you, making you think you have to talk the whole time, which is why I try to share things of my own and why we should try to share an email. Yeah, yeah. Um, really yeah, quick. Do you want to? Yeah. Um, gosh, what is going on? Are you okay. ready with those glasses yet, for fuck's sake? Yeah, there's like a huge smudge over the, like, eye vision part. I had to wipe that off. Okay, let's get into, I've got a brain mode. Okay. I have a brain. Okay. <laughs> Hi, all. I have a story about the worst slash best question mark night I've ever had on Molly. That sounds like fun. <laughs> At the time, I was new to recreational drugs. A little weed in my younger days, but nothing crazy. That all changed when I met the love of my life. He dabbled in psychedelics and told me I would probably really enjoy them also. So I decided to give it a shot. Do I sound really flat <laughs> reading this? It's okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I, I'm not very you. stoned right now. That's okay. Okay. We had taken them a few times together before this particular night, so I knew what to expect. But this night was different. We headed to what we call our Molly Hole. Do you want Any me quotations? to read it? Will it make you happier if I read it? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I'm like, like reading the Bible. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let me try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or like a bedtime story. Okay. <laughs> you looked like you were reading a bedtime story. I know, story. I felt like it, and I don't, I don't want to be. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to start over. Okay, he dabbled in psychedelics. We headed to what we call our Molly Hole. Mm. They called me in high school. Imagine an really? outdoor... No. Oh. <laughs> Imagine an outdoor storage area with Christmas lights strung up, bedding, and pillows. Oh, well, that sounds nice. Yeah, that sounds lovely. It was our private little sanctuary away from the real world. We settled in and got the music going. Pink Floyd, uh, Beatles, uh, Elton John. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm judging. Okay. Well, yeah, you're, I feel like you're the only person I know, in the world that feels that way. I am. <laughs> Megan loves all those things you just listed. Okay. The night was going great. We were flying high. Yes, ma'am. 
Now, at this point, the only thing <laughs> I could think about was how I had to stay hydrated. Yes. The thought consumed my mind. I was absolutely certain that if I stayed hydrated, I would feel great the next day. After every song, I'd sit up, drink half a bottle of water, and smoke three cigarettes every single song. Well, whoo doggy. Yeah. A few hours in, I got this weird feeling in my gut. Yeah. The song ended, so I sat up to drink my water. The second I sat up, a projectile vomited, hitting the door in front of me full force. Oh, wow. I was mortified. Covered in my own vomit. It had to be pretty watery, though, at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I showered quickly and got back to the party of two. For some reason, however, my brain did not comprehend that I didn't, I did not need any more water, so I continued to drink. Yikes. Oh, goodness. Okay. Fast forward two hours later, and a familiar feeling creeped up into my stomach. I rolled over, and up it came. Vomit. Oh, all no. over me. Oh. All over the bedding. All over my poor, unsuspecting, high-as-a-kite boyfriend. Mm -mm. Oh, no. I wanted to die. Yeah, but he was high on Molly, so mm -hmm. he probably just... He's probably like, oh, it's like a warm, comfy blanket of yeah. vomit on me. Yeah. That's like what Molly does. Everything's just like, oh, pleasant and wonderful. Like, you can puke on me again. It's cool. Uh, I don't know. Really? <laughs> I might have to for I don't think I'd want... I don't think the warmth of vomit would make have you, me feel. Have good. you been on Molly though? Like yeah, you don't care. I have. Like everything's well, just like wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I I have. Yeah. I just I can't imagine. Or at least you wouldn't care. You know, you'd be mm -hmm. like, <laughs> I probably care. Okay. Well, fine. Never mind. <laughs> I'm judging. I'm judging. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I mean I I would care sober for sure. All over me, all over the bedding, all over my boyfriend, wanted to die. Next thing I know, my boyfriend sits up, puts me in his arms, and asks me to marry him. <gasps> Whoa! He must have liked being covered in vomit. Oh. <laughs> Her vomit was vomit so... Blanket. Oh, so comfy. <laughs> oh, gosh. I guess I might... I, maybe everybody else in this world would like... That would be the deciding moment, but... I guess maybe I just I could. Oh gosh, but that's it. Doesn't great. even matter as long he as it was, was that's his. That's how much he really he was unconditional love. Yeah, his deciding moment. Yeah, that's that's a, actually really adorable. Yeah, who could say no to a man who proposes to you after you vomit on him? No kidding. Wow, that's Ooh. like when you that's when you know that somebody really. I'm a puker, so yeah. like, yeah, I get it. Long story short, we're now engaged. And now, when we take Molly, I keep a barf bucket next to me oh, yeah. and limit the amount of water I have by my side. Yes, smart. <clears throat> hope this made you giggle a little bit. Love the podcast and hope to hear it for years to come. Oh, Sarah. Oh, my gosh. I don't think we have years in us, but we'll see, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. I love that, but gosh. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I love, though, that, yeah, that's the that's the ultimate proposal. Yeah. You should just, I feel like that's how you should just figure out if that is your soulmate, uh -huh. is how they react if you 
vomit on them. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. If they if they still they ask you to bury them in that moment. Yeah. That's when True you know. Love. Yeah. Yeah. It's so romantic. Yeah. I've never vomited on Patrick, but I've definitely vomited near him. Yeah. Um Maybe I should vomit on Kenny and see yeah. what happens. Give it a shot. <laughs> I'm gonna practice tonight. Uh, see if he proposes to you. <laughs> see if it's real. I'm gonna like take my penis straw and like put it a little bit too far down my um, throat and hit my <laughs> gag reflux. <laughs> and then just vomit all over him and see what happens. Would you mind? Would you mind taking like just setting up your phone to record from like a corner somewhere before when I do, you do this? That? Yeah. yeah. I would really appreciate it. As would, I think, the world. Yeah. That's exactly what um, Molly did to me, though. I, I only took it once. Mm -hmm. Well, did I take it? Is it the same thing as... Well, what I took was... They called it back in the whenever, the days when mm -hmm. I took it a million years ago. It was like pure MDMA or whatever, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't, they didn't call it ecstasy. They called it something, they just called it MDMA. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is like a more, I, but I, I don't know what like, Molly is. I think is. Molly's more, like, I feel like Molly might be like cut down with other, I don't think this is like pure, mm. like it's like pure MDMA. I'm not sure. Like I could be, I'm not, you know, this is not my area of expertise, but, uh, I don't know. I feel like there's something different about it. In a way. It might be cut with. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was just wonderful. Yeah. And I never did it again after that because I loved it. And oh, I yeah. could totally see myself right. doing it all the time. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. It was when I lived in that, um, that apartment building in Seattle where all of my friends oh, lived yeah. in all the apartments. Was it like the one about the wild rose or something? No, that, that oh, was that a different was apartment. apartment. Okay. But, um, but this one, you could, a few of us had apartments along um, the side where you could climb out of our window and be standing on the roof of the bar that's next door. So it felt like we had this big, awesome oh, yeah. patio that we could hang out on and have big parties on and stuff. Yeah. Hold on. Just... So this one day we're hanging out out there and this dude, I don't remember his name, but he's like the drug dealer guy, mm -hmm. comes over and he's got this backpack and he opens it up and he's got, you know, pure MDMA or whatever it is. And everybody's like, ooh, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, all right, sure, why not? You know, I'll try it. Yeah. Um, so me and a bunch of my friends try it and after you know a very short period of time we start just like turning on music and just like having the time of our lives yeah you know just like on this disgusting dirty yeah rooftop that's been just rained on and muddy and you know gross we're like rolling around on it and like yeah. petting cats and you know <laughs> yeah. doing whatever but um I also kept chugging water Yeah, so you get so thirsty and it's like, you know, it is important to stay hydrated. I think I had heard that too back mm -hmm. then. And so, you know, I was trying to, and, um, I remember sitting and talking to someone. It wasn't anyone. I don't even remember who it was. I was sitting there talking to somebody and I was like, 
telling them this story and that I was super excited about and I felt, you know, so great. And I was like, the music felt so good. Yeah. I was so excited. And middle of my sentence, uh-huh. I puke out of my mouth, out of my, like, oh, mid no. Sentence. no warning oh, whatsoever. No, no slight gag, no nothing. Just Ugh. vomit out of my mouth all over my clothes. Oh, and I was no. like, oops, well, I'm going to go change my clothes. But I was just like, I still was like, do, 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 you know, just like, <laughs> no big deal. Like, so I go to change my clothes uh-huh. and I go into, uh, my friend Lauren's apartment uh-huh. and she's playing, uh, g- gorillas. Um, God, what was that song? Oh, feels good. That one. Yeah. That's the very first time I'd ever heard that song. Uh-huh. And I was just, I was, you know, tripping out and I was just like, what is this song? And I was just like <laughs> taking off my like puke covered clothes uh-huh. and like dancing to this song and just like being, g- getting naked <laughs> in her apartment. And there's people in there, there are people in there that I don't even know that are all over there to hang out for the party because everybody's spread amongst all these apartments right? oh my god so she like shoves me in her closet to like cherish and like puts a shirt on me and is like thank you and then i'm like keep going i went and puked again right in, right after that too oh i remember god, I that i cannot even imagine you like in this and then i state. get out and i'm just like start dancing again just like i was having so much fun i loved it so then <clears throat> it's so hard for me to wrap my brain around the visual of this well, I'm acting it out. I know. That's like making it even more like hard to wrap my brain around. It was very, it was a very long time ago. Um, so then I go back out to the, um, I start to go back out to one of the apartments that's along the, the side that has that big open deck where everybody's on E as well and they're all rolling around out there and having fun and listening to music I start to go back over to one of those apartments Mm -hmm. and as I'm entering the hallway I hear like stompy steps coming up the stairs and Uh I look down the hallway and there's police officers coming up the stairs and they're knocking on the very first apartment which is uh I live in that one? Yeah. It was, it's, no, I didn't. I lived upstairs with it. No, I lived in that one. <laughs> I lived upstairs. Okay. okay. <laughs> I moved, I lived in like a bunch of different apartments yeah, in that place. No, but, I get it. <laughs> but that front apartment's my friend, my friend Adam's apartment. He's like the building manager or whatever. Who, yeah. He's like 20 years old or 21. <laughs> Whoever yeah. put that guy in charge is like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so they're knocking on that door and I, um, slither out of <laughs> Lauren's apartment and creep up along the wall and go upstairs and go into my apartment and shut the door and lock that it. That doesn't look suspicious <laughs> or anything. I don't think they saw me. Well, that's good because you're slithering. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> So I later hear the other end of that story because I just completely abandoned everybody down there. Like everybody, I didn't like, like, uh, I don't think, I don't think I said any, I think I have no idea. I don't know what happened, but from what I heard was that they came out on the deck and said that, um, 
you know, somebody had called them about yelling up there or something like oh. that, or like, <laughs> like yeah. a noise. It was like a noise complaint, right, basically. Yeah. And then, um, you know, they all had weed smoking things out, which was illegal back then. So yeah. they, um, they just told them to like put it away and quiet down or whatever and left. Wow. But, mm. That was my Yikes. only experience with well, that. Ring, ring. Hello? Cherish, you're not going to believe this. <gasps> what? You know how I normally struggle with the D? Yeah. Diarrhea. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you're not, you're not going to believe this. Uh, today... I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel. Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly? Yes, it is. Whoa. And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay. Uh, thanks. Bye-bye. I, <clears throat> I mean, my first experience with it was kind of like, I didn't really realize what I was doing, mm -hmm. which was kind of dumb. But I was at Jake's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, Jake's <sighs> is a bar in Olympia. Well, it was. It was. Anymore. Bad but, things uh, tend to. I know. People get stabbed. I know. Shit. And like roofied and everything else. Yeah. Crazy. It's, it used to be just like such a kind of. It used to be a assaulted. really. Yeah. yeah. It used to be a really it's like safe, wonderful gay bar. Mm hmm. Gay club. Yeah. Dan oh, dance club. Me. Yeah. It was where we would go to dance. And it was like where you felt safe because it was women and, you know, mostly homosexual men. Mm -hmm. And then straight guys started catching on to that. And then they mm -hmm. started going in there. And then they would creep up to you and mm -hmm. start dancing on you because they saw that people would allow, you know, yeah. more of that. Mm -hmm. It fucking sucked. Ugh. And it just went downhill. Yeah. It, yeah. But anyway, you were there? Yeah, I was there. And as you described, that's pretty much the vibe yeah. that was going on. And, uh, yeah, so I, there was a particular person that at the time, like, I was, like, not dating or anything, but, like, hanging out with uh, for whatever reason, I guess, just, like, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe that situation yeah. very well. Maybe, like, a friends with a benefit situation or I don't know. However... He had given me this substance, and I was like, at that time, like, point pretty and like kind of drunk, you yeah. know, off the weird, like, you have to buy like 10 um, 
drinks to like get a buzz. I remember just like always like having like when that the bartenders would just be really careful because they didn't want people like getting like way too drunk in there. So it just kind of felt like they didn't give you very strong drinks. Mm, I don't remember that. But oh well, because there was like I, I think I was going yeah. when it was like um, they had like a deal it was, like mm-hmm. Wednesday nights or something. You get like a oh. Yeah, it's like, like some kind of women, night. girls' night or whatever, or something like that. Yeah, yeah you get ladies' night or whatever. Yeah. Right, they discount drinks, but they don't make them very strong. Yep. Okay. So they drink like, you know, totally. a lot of them. Yeah. Like eight <laughs> to feel like a mild, you know, feeling. So anyway, but I've been drinking a lot of those, and then I was like, yeah, and I stuck my finger in the substance, and then it was just now suddenly on. Molly. What? Just from your finger? Well, it was like, it was like dipping in, eating it. Oh. Snorting it. Oh. Whatever. Oh. But it was, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Oh. So suddenly my Jake's experience like totally drastically changed. Was it good or bad? Um, let, I, I guess it was in some ways good because I love dancing. Yeah. And so I just danced a lot. Mm-hmm. But then there was like also these weird moments of, you know, some strange suddenly like some, have have somebody's a- trying to have like a, like rub a boner on you. Like I was like grind oh. dancing. You have to have a, um, a booty sitter at I Jake's. get that now. Because like, yes, that... That place, <laughs> that specific bar is why I made that shirt that said, please don't, mm. please don't hump my butt. I know. And that's why I always love that shirt so much because yeah. that is exactly. But you have to, like every time I've been there, I've had friends come up, like I'll just be standing there dancing and then they'll suddenly reach their arm over my head and be like, no, 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 excuse you. And like push some dude <laughs> yeah. off of me. And right. I'm like, Thank you. I don't know. Do you remember like the first time that we went out on the town together with the group or uh-huh. whatever when we went out to that baseball game and then we went to, to Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we went to Jake's uh-huh. after that and with the other coworkers and then there's like everything just like they were getting really into it. <laughs> like surprisingly, like I didn't think that like you know, like um, that coworker's husband would like let loose to the way he yeah. did, but he was like getting and you probably weren't the... expecting that out of no. Dave. Either. No, not at all. Yeah, not at all. Because Dave was so like quiet and shy. Yeah, but, but yeah. Hi, hi, babe. Hello. How's it going? Good. Uh, did we wake you up being loud? No, I'm okay. How? What's going on in your world? Nothing. Just let Stanley was really crying. So oh no, he was. Yeah, you wanted to come out and see friends. He he can be ba- he can be back out here. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. He was just he was barking at the kids getting off the school bus earlier. Is why I put him in there. And then you guys were cuddling, so it was really cute. I'm proud of my young self for having that sense because I felt like that with a few different things, drugs that I oh, tried. Yeah. I felt like that where I was like, oh man, that was fun and I want more right now yeah. and I was like eh, I'm not gonna do that anymore right like I'm really glad that I had that sense because some of those things man I remember doing that with okay well yeah having that feeling of like oh it's starting to go away oh I want more I want more it's starting to go away I want more and I was oh, like wow. oh ooh, ooh. nope See, never mind it's so funny like it. it's so funny that that 
like for some people that it affects in that way. Yeah. I mean, this is why I waited until I was almost 40 years old to do like, um, I mean, that one uh, occasion with the Molly that happened earlier, I was like, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to do that again. Cause I was basically just like being some weird, I felt like I was being like some weird, like too touchy feely for, um, <laughs> being yeah. out on the town. Yeah. You should be in a safe, comfortable place yeah. when you do any drugs. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. No. So I didn't really like that day after being like, Oh my God, like. What was I doing? Like grinding on these people and like, I don't know. So, but, uh, with things like, like cocaine, especially just because, um, like my mom had a, loved that, like through the eighties mm -hmm. or whatever, or like living in Southern California, it was just like, everybody's doing cocaine. I get it. And she was just like, um, partying like it's 1999 mm -hmm. all the time, like dancing, Prince, like yes. all kinds. She's like, if I was really... your mom in the 80s, whoo, oh my god, girl. that's how she would. Oh, so she oh would. That's how she got addicted to it because my dad had like really high standards of how the house had to be like super mega yep. clean, and so she would t do a bunch of lines in the morning mm -hmm. and clean the house like mm -hmm. to the standards that he wanted it to be like. Like a like go around with a white glove, kind of like you know, check for dust if you missed something. It was like he would just like berate you or whatever. Like Pretty. you missed a spot, kind of person. Stanley, Stanley. So my mom would do like tons of cocaine, and she's like blast Ugh. Prince or whatever it was yeah. like go, you know, like her dance music. Did she dance like with her like lots and lots of hips? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I she was also, that. like, a part of this, uh, it was called, like, Racquetball World. It was like this, um, and they did Jazzercise. Mm, yep. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so it was, like, those times. Cool. And they would co-play, like, Racquetball. She was very, like, into, like, being, like, athletic and, like, uh, I mean, she was, at that time, she was always, like, really, like, slender anyway. Right. You know? And so she just, like, had that build. And she was, like, tall and stuff, so she just, like. I don't yes. know, that was the 80s. Oh. But she loved it so much. And so she would do that, like, all day. Yeah. And then at night, she would drink a bunch of alcohol to, like, come down. Yeah. And then just, like, go through the cycle. So, mm -hmm. like, simultaneously, she became, like, addicted to, like, both, like, cocaine and alcohol to, like, be able to just, like, function. Yeah. You know, she was doing so much of it. She was doing so much of it that she was, like, she would go into a blackout and end up like in Compton and like not know how she got there, but she was going there to like get drugs and oh stuff. Oh my god! She, yeah, she went. She said one time she told me a story. Her and her neighbor, um, who she was friends with, that they also like loved to party and like do a lot of like blow together. And she was fun. Like the neighbor, her name was Heidi, and um, she was dating Don Johnson at the time from Miami Vice. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. and so. Her and my mom were like super into cocaine. They went to Compton to go get cocaine. Yeah. And she said the part or wherever they went, I don't know if it was an apartment, a house, whatever, um, that they went. She said it was like like a scene from like Scarface. They just had like mounds Ugh. of cocaine everywhere oh and like heavy duty, like like gun shit, Ugh. everything, like guns everywhere. Yeah. And just piles Suits. of cocaine. Yeah. Well, and they were playing poker. Ugh. And they, one of them asked my mom to hold his cards. Well, they asked her, like, do you know how to play poker? And she was just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, sure. And mm -hmm. he asked her to hold his hand mm -hmm. while he went to, like, the bathroom or something. 
And my mom, like, asked, like, the guy next to her or something about, like, is this, like, a good hand or, you know. Oh, no. And the guy, like, saw, like, they were playing for big money. There's, oh, like, no. stacks of money, like, everywhere. And uh, he, saw, he he pulled a gun to my mom's <gasps> head. He was going to blow my mom's, because he had, like, a lot writing on that particular hand the or whatever. to the bathroom? Yeah. Pulled a gun Who on had, her? yeah, he pulled a gun on her, like, <gasps> to, like, her temple and was, like, pissed that, like, she fucked up his poker game. Oh, God. And they had to, like, beg, you know, for, like, him not to shoot her. Um, and well, get who out asks of the- somebody to hold their cards while they go to the go to the bathroom? Set your cards down, face down. Yeah, but it was the fact that she said she knew how to play poker mm. before, you know. She's like, yeah, I know how to play poker, and and then didn't really. So, I don't know. It was just <laughs> apparently a scary situation. Yeah. But I'm just like... Meanwhile, like, you know, um, she's, nobody knew where she was. Yeah. She was just, like, disappeared. Nobody oh. knew. Like, before she got, she had to go into, like, treatment center. But, uh, which was another weird craziness of her, um, I think she went to, like, actually a really nice treatment center, uh-huh. like, in Malibu or something, like, at the time. And she was just gone for, like, uh, like, pretty much, like, a year. Where did you go? Um, well, <laughs> that was complicated. Oh, we don't, we can talk about that later if you want. It doesn't matter. I mean, like it is, it is what it is. I hate that saying, but I it really just is what it is. But no, I, so I went one morning. She was freaking out. I guess she had tried to quit like cold turkey, which is really dangerous when you're in that heavy of an addiction. So she, um, she was like hallucinating and stuff. And like, I guess, you know, you can like have seizures and all these things. So she was in her bed screaming, freaking out. And she was insisting that there was like black hooded faceless things coming out of her, her closet to come and get her like kind of like describing like grim reaper type stuff. And it was like, she was really seeing these things like she, yeah, cause she was totally hallucinating. But I was little. I was, like, seven. I didn't know. Like, Aww. it seemed like she was really seeing, you know, these things. Oh. So, just, like, yeah. I was, it was, like, it was terrifying. Oh, poor baby. Oh. Well, I mean, I just, at that time, like, in those years, like, I kind of took the role of, like, I would take care of my mom. Like, especially if she, like, she got sick, you know, I'd have to, like, clean up after her or, you know. She was just not functioning very well. And so... It was good that she went to the treatment center, yeah. but it was just terrifying. And like, she called a cab, um, somehow she had enough sense to call a cab. And then she swears to this day that this guy was like an angel, but mm. he drove her to the treatment center and like dropped her off to the go check in. And she went back out cause she'd asked him to wait for her. And it was like, he wasn't there. And uh-huh. like, she, there like, it was like he was like almost like he was like never there. Like uh-huh. she like didn't see him like ever pull out or leave or anything. So she was like insistent that but she's also like just tripping. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But for her, that was like her like she yeah. felt like that guy like saved her life. Yeah. Because, you know, he got her and she had to like do deep like massive like detox and yeah. stuff. It's just so much better to do it at a facility. 
yeah. than at home. Oh, for sure. Fuck that. I know. But, oh. she, yeah, she was trying to, like, brave it right. out, I guess, you know, yeah. and, like, not want to admit that she had as big of a problem <sighs> that she did. But, like, yeah, she was just doing really super dangerous, like, stuff. And I'm glad she, like, I'm glad she went. But, yeah, no, I stayed for a minute with David Gamble. <clears throat> and then quickly I was, like, shuffled off to um, the neighbors that weren't. We had these one neighbors that would help us. Because, like, my dad would frequently, like, throw us out of the house in the middle of the night. Like, he and my mom would get in a fight, and he would, like, throw us out of the house and, like, lock us out and, like, wouldn't let us back in. And um, we would often, like, go to the next-door neighbors that lived to, like, um, the immediate right of us. Mm -hmm. Or, I guess, left, depending on which way you're facing. Anyways, there were these, like, Harley Davidson, like, and they were, like, totally into meth. At that time, mm. but they they were like 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 Harley Davidson like Hell's Angelish type people, mm. but they would take us in, like my mom and I, and they would give us like a place to sleep overnight because yeah. my dad wouldn't let us back, you know, in the house oh or if God. we needed to like escape or whatever, yeah. you know. So they were they were really cool, but they were hardcore, yeah. And they had this like teen teenagerish daughter that, well, that's like a whole nother story. But anyway, we would go stay there, but. uh when I'm not really sure like what happened with um living with my dad, but I'm pretty sure it had something to do with the like sexual abuse stuff because I was peeing my pants a lot and I yeah. was like too old to be peeing my pants. Yeah, that's so, exactly what happened. Yeah. And so I was like and really embarrassing, you know, like especially like at school and stuff and like always trying to like cover up or like take sheets off of the bed and like not want anyone to know well, anything. Be was going on well and he was the psychotic ocd germaphobe as well right. right as well as being the yeah abuser so right it's like S yeah had to hide it from him too yeah exactly so but anyway he yeah suddenly hug baby megan <laughs> yeah baby megan was like i don't know how i survive i only really i told savannah this this like i sent her like a video recording with myself talking to her <laughs> but I was just telling her that you know like she really did save my life yeah like, I was so suicidal like during all those years I even when I was like even when I was like way what would seem too young to like just like want to just be dead you know I was just like didn't want to be I just like mad I was like really mad that like yeah I don't know I was yeah. just like I wished my mom had had an abortion like mm -hmm. I just was like this is not you know, but I don't know. It was just like fucked up times. But yeah, so I went and lived with these like down the street neighbors that was somebody that I went to uh, to elementary school with. Because I knew all these kids from like preschool and stuff, like up until fifth grade. Like we all, like they were like the neighborhood kids and stuff. But it was really super embarrassing to yeah, like go live with, you know. Of course. Yeah. And so I lived with them for a, a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was just, like, for, like, you know, like, I think it was, they were just to help out, give me a place to stay for a short period of time until the next thing could be, like, kind of figured out for me. And then, 
uh, and I remember peeing my pants like at their house and just being like so ashamed because it's a really Aww. nice house and like the sheets were like white and it's just I just remember like knowing that their mom because she like did all the laundry and stuff she was gonna know I was just like Aww. so embarrassed. Anyway, but they were really nice. Yeah, I think they may have even gone to the same church we went to or something. I don't know, but um, really nice. And then suddenly I was in Tucson living with my grandma and grandpa for like uh for for all like the rest of first grade I guess yeah all of first grade mm-hmm mm. and then when my mom was like better I um moved back you know to California and then she was pregnant <laughs> with my brother mm. from the guy that she met at the treatment center oh mm-hmm and while she was still married to my dad oh and then uh, they, my brother was like conceived by that guy. Like I think like a like a like a foolish moment or whatever kind of mm -hmm. thing. Like um, in between floors on an elevator. Nice. <laughs> That's where he was conceived. Um, but my dad knew it wasn't my brother wasn't his because he'd had a vasectomy. Oh. Mm -hmm. But he made my mom lie about it that he was my brother's biological father mm -hmm. like and they just like and nobody she didn't want anyone to know yeah and uh well i she wanted to leave my dad for that guy but he was so controlling he like wouldn't let her out of the marriage or anything yeah. and he just said that we're just gonna pretend like this is my kid you know yeah. for the next eight years of his life and then um yeah, that was even another crazy, but yeah, so she was sober for that whole period of time, and then for a while, things were, like, pretty good, but I always wished that I was still at my grandma and grandpa's house, like, I just would cry, like, for them, because I got so close, like, I'd sleep in a twin bed with, like, my oh, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> she was just, That's like, very close. I know. She was just, like, the most wonderful, like, <sighs> woman ever, and I just, like, loved my grandma. And so, you had comfort. Yeah. Finally. She, I know. I ugh, I just like wanted ugh. to stay there forever, but the sweet baby. But yeah, my mom stayed married to him and he just kept being more and more horrible for the next several years until she finally left him when I was like I don't know. I guess finally finally left him when I was like I guess 16. She was like married to him for 13 years and he was Ooh, just like that's a long time. Yeah, I mean that's why my mom is like I know like a lot of her her the things especially like yeah. me growing up she was just really trying to I don't know. She was just really young and he was a lot older than her too. Mm -hmm. Like and he provided financial stability for he us. Yes, total control. Mhm. Mm yeah. But it's weird cuz like you live in these neighborhoods and stuff like for us that was that was the hardest part was that I would like self-inflict pain on myself like I would like do right. like I would take like a one time I took a um the end of a hairspray bottle and just started bashing myself over and over again in my eye because oh I want to give myself a black eye eyes <laughs> well I wanted to give myself a black eye because I wanted somebody at school to like notice because he would uh, he was like he would abuse you, but in ways that your body like you could cover up. Right. Like when he would like you know like spank me like with the belt until yeah. you know like my 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 butt was like you know raw or mm -hmm. whatever. It was like that. No one could see that. Yeah. You know. 
but I wanted someone to see it because I wanted someone to like Help. say something, <sighs> but I couldn't, like I wasn't brave enough to just oh like, at, you know, say that's what was happening. But it looked from the outside, like our, we told a normal family. It makes me so sad because not only just knowing that you went through that, it break, totally breaks my heart. But knowing how many people, oh, I know. how many yeah, baby suffer and struggle like that, yeah, are just mm -hmm. so miserable and can't. Yeah, and I hate it. Nobody knows. I know. Oh. I hate it. I'm like, well, for me, like sometimes, like I look at a little, like a little kid, and I can tell, like I can see that same, like I recognize that look that in their eye, yeah, or you know, like just their demeanor. And it breaks my heart because I know that something like that is going on, like behind, you know, closed doors and yeah. makes me sick. And like, there's like not a lot that you can really do, you know, unless somebody wants to get out of that, you know, situation. Yeah. People on the outside, you know, if it's like very hidden, you know, some, a lot of times don't know what's going on, you know, and that's what's really scary, especially about like, like watching so much crime. It's like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, so-and-so mm -hmm. is just, like, a great member of the family. Like, we never thought they were capable, you know, it was, like, of doing something horrible like this. Like, yeah. you know, murdering their spouse or loved one or whatever. And it's just, like, but you could see how that that's festering inside of somewhere. And I'm pretty sure, like, you know, my, my dad definitely tried to, like, um, like, I know, like, that he tried to, like, kill me, like, when I was really little really yeah because like my mom was gone and like she left me with him and I could be a little like I like to stay up late and yeah. he told me it was time to go to bed and I looked at him and I told him no like, uh -huh. I was just like but he came after me Ugh. and we lived in like a two-story house and I like went running up the stairs but I was like little and I was like running and I tripped on one and I just like went down like uh -huh. face first or whatever into the stairs and he just grabbed me and turned me over <sighs> and had me by my neck and he was choking me oh. out to the point where I like blacked out like I oh yeah like I went I was just asleep from that point on I mean oh I eventually God. like woke up but um, and he was also, while he was doing that, he was just like throwing me into the stairs. Like, so oh. I was just like hurt, like hurting my bot, my little body. Oh my God. And I was small enough to like wear, like my mom was still giving me a bath, you know, yeah. like in the bathtub, like assisting me in the bath. And she saw like the bruises, like I had bruises. I had, but I had like hand, like choking marks, like on my like neck. Oh like, my and God. that's how hard. And that's, like, why I was talking about, like, um, recently somebody was saying, like, about how they went to the doctor and it's like, you know, um, like, like, they were having a problem with their, like, ribs because of, you know, like, sustained abuse being, like, kicked or whatever um, happens. But, like, that happened with, like, when I went to, like, the chiropractor and he was, like, pointed out that the damage to my neck that I have, like, bad arthritis and stuff in is from, like... Um, that happens when like somebody's like choked Strangled. to that point. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Anyway, but it's just always such a sick realization because that's like it does happen to like a lot of people, and it's really scary. Yeah. And I hate it. Like I don't know, Stanley. You 
quit going around trying to stick your dirty nose into everything and smell everything. You're a stinky wink. <sighs> Anyhow, but... Ugh, gosh, I don't know. I just wish my mom would find, like, peace. Yeah. Well, it's got to be, I mean... That's, like, totally drove her to what I feel like was, like, just, you know... I mean, why wouldn't it, but... Yeah. I mean, I know you're not supposed to, like, compare, you know, trauma or things like that, but, like, I feel like I went through, like, very, very little, you know... And it, like, it still affects me so much that I can't imagine a lot of the things that both you and your mom and your brother and Patrick and, you know, I just, so many people I know mm -hmm. have been through so many horrible things. And it's like, it's got to just, well, I mean, I think be hard. I think that, like, like I guess with that whole, like, you know, not comparing, like, trauma or anything or yeah. the effects of it is simply that because, I mean, anything, like, mm -hmm. can happen. Like, one terrifying moment, especially, but it's, like, so, it really, like, has a lot to do with, like, you know, things that have happened, like, in, especially in, like, childhood, yeah. you know, it's, like, where it's really, like, it, it's, like, kind of laying out a path for yeah. your future almost, you know, like it's like you're at a, like a vulnerable time, but anything can happen. Oh, it's a tsunami siren, but it's probably just the testing. That hasn't, but my phone would go freak, freak out. I don't like tsunami sirens. Well, the good thing is, is that we're really close to the evacuation place. Oh, good alert thing but they do test the siren that happened like the first our first date the tsunami siren like went off uh, was it our first date i don't know it may not have been our first first date but it was like living or not living here but i was like i had stayed here and it went off and i was like are, like are we supposed to do something like mm -hmm. do, do we need to like evacuate i was like so yeah. he's just looking out the window and he's like hmm <laughs> I don't think so. And I was like, I don't see the ocean coming. Yeah, I was like, but this is a siren. Yeah. Like, going out, you're so calm, like, cool, calm, and collective, uh, or collected about it. And I was like, he's like, yeah, no. So like, I don't think so. This is fine. <laughs> and I was, like, pacing around. I'm like, do I need to get in my car and, like, take off? Like, try to go back to Dodie? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here? And he's just, oh, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's real. But... <laughs> It's because they do it, like, regularly, yeah. like, the testing. Right. You gotta make sure it works. Yeah. But, but it's so creepy when it happens. I yeah. hate it. Like, I was out hiking around the lake one day, and it went off, and I was like, that would just be so perfect yeah. if I had, I could not flee, because I'm, like, deep in these, like, wooded areas. Because you're so scared of drowning, too. Yeah. Oh, God, I would hate it. I would hate it so much. I just don't like anything like that suffocation feeling. Yeah. I really mm -hmm. don't like what you were describing earlier about, yeah, or, you know, when you were describing about the, like, that ride. <laughs> yeah. It made me think about the time I was actually with Dave and we went to go see that movie. I think it's called Gravity. 
Yeah. But we sat in the car first and like smoked a bowl. Mm. And then we went into the movie theater and I went to like a full blown panic yeah, attack just I did watching sober yeah. watching that movie. I think we watched it in three D too. Ugh. And the sensation of just being You can like, feel her panic. Yes. Like you can feel Ugh. her Oh yeah. I was like clenching because when I start panicking, I yeah. the person next to me I start clenching their uh-huh. arm. My fingernails were like digging into Ugh. their flesh. And I was like, I I was like, I have to I have to take a break. And I was like, went out and just like stood out in the Ugh. outside of the theater or whatever. So it was like freaking out, went to the bathroom, was like standing like <laughs> like do I go back in there? Do I risk this again? Like it was just I think it even gets had to leave. more stressful yeah, like we, as it goes. Yeah. I can't remember what we did if we stayed through. I just remember the entire time. Like, I was just so... And I was trying to talk myself out of it, too. Because I was like, this is not real. Mm-hmm. It's just a movie. Like She's just, okay. Just, yeah. Like, it's Sandra it, Bullock. Right. And then there's that kind of, like, cheesy point where they're, like... Like, there's, like, a... To me, it was cheesy. Um, but, you know, well, I don't know. I'm not the expert on um, opinion. But, like, they're in that one. And, like, starts, like, the romance starts, like, happening. And, like, some kind of song. It's, like... Usually when they try to, like, make, like, an intense movie, like, suddenly, like, turn, like, this, like, romantic mm-hmm. thing, and it's, like, I don't know. It just didn't, it was to me, it was, like, not working. Yeah. The scene, like, I, it grossed me out, and I think that was when I, like, started kind of, like, coming to. Oh, that was George Clooney? Yeah. Okay. And they, like, did, like, some embracing thing, and there was just, mm. like, this, like, weird, like, they're embraced. I don't know. It was just, it, anyway, but, Oof. uh... Stressful movie. Yeah, God just that damn. sensation. But yeah, that that's exactly like, that's what my fear is about, like rooted in mm-hmm. about, uh, with claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. Like the real general idea is I'm going to be stuck here and I'm going to run out of air or I'm oh, going to yeah. starve to death or I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. That's why I don't like to sit on the inside mm-hmm. of, like, uh, the table or the booth. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> like, you're going like, to be like, like, I used to freak out, like, going to shows at um, a certain venue in Olympia oh. where I was, like, always thinking, like, if something went wrong, there's, like, two tiny exits and, like, to try to, like, so many people would be stuffed in there. Oof. And then I was, like, you wouldn't be able to escape fast enough depending on where you were standing. So I'd always like want to stand right next to the, to the exit. exit. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I had like a getaway, mm-hmm. like, but it made me so uncomfortable. Cause I was just imagining like, if something went wrong, like people just like crap, like, you know, a like, crowd of people that just suddenly is in panic, like hysteria and then just like yeah. trample you yeah. and don't care. They're just trying to get to saving. Just like, I always get crushed. Uh-huh. Somehow I get like always get like smushed. <laughs> I have this problem where I'm always getting crushed. <laughs> yeah. But no, I remember my mom took me to this swap meet. It was like this huge swap meet in Tucson. And it was like at the convention center and it was a big deal. Like people crowded around for the minute they opened it because it was just like filled this huge entire kind of like like a giant like auditorium with swap or not um like with like like things that you would find at like a thrift store like really cool things yeah but like the close you know the the closer we were at the front to getting the cool things like people were just like in this frenzy to like oh. find like the best things yeah it was, like, running it's like like black friday i yeah. guess like when you Ugh. open the doors of something and like but people would just go nuts and so i remember being like kind of like i don't know how old i was but i was small enough i'm still get crushed now if something goes on, but like, 
I just got like smothered in like uh, like weird strangers that smelled weird. Uh, and I was yes. just like, <laughs> that's what I think we're basically a, the same height, but you end up being like armpit height for a lot you're of like people. Smelling, it, uh, you're like smelling their hair and their in armpit or like anything or their butt. They ugh. fart. It's just, oh, I don't want to smell anyone else's bodily fluids. I don't <laughs> unless want you anywhere. want to. No. Yeah. I don't want them anywhere <laughs> but, near me. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, wow. I hate it even when just like standing at the bar and I feel some stranger's like hair brush against my Ooh. skin that I don't know. I'm just like, ugh. I just I don't f- know. Is I, is that weird? No, I. <laughs> I think I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I have a very like select few. <laughs> I think before COVID, <laughs> I was I was already you know like um, uh, introverted, mm-hmm. and I think. Since then, I'm extra. I'm just like anytime I'm just in a crowd of strangers. If I'm with a bunch of people I know, I'm you know of course fine. Yeah, but crowds of strangers in stores or you know just oh, anywhere. Yeah. I just hey, I, I, I want them away from me. Like <laughs> yeah, stay away. Ugh, I that's like another weird thing that I kind of like train had to train myself to just deal with. You know, even though I'm, like, super uncomfortable on the inside, I'm just, like, freaking out. Like, I try to make it not seem that way on the outside. Like, that I'm, like, cool, calm, and collected in some place that's, like, heavily crowded. But usually I'm, like, just internally, like, Mm -hmm. freaking out. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, trying to be social and fun. But I'm just like, ooh, (laughs) like, internally. And that's why I drink so much because I'm just, like, immediately, I'm, like, super uncomfortable. I have to drink, like, a lot. That's why I frantically (laughs) puff on my weed pen. Because it's, like... But then you end up drunk and, like, now, like, the... Stoned. The weirdo at the event or whatever it is. What happened to this person? (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. I just, like... For me, I don't know if I've talked about this before when I got, like, um... (laughs) My hide-and-go-seek, like, went bad with a beanbag chair. Have I talked about that? No. Oh. Oh. I know know this is going to be scary. Okay, tell me. So this is really when my, like, initial claustrophobia, like, really set in. Or also, yeah, there's some other things that cause me claustrophobia. But this was the ultimate, like, one where my little childhood friends and I were, like, playing hide-and-go-seek in my house. And I thought that, like, the ultimate hiding place would be in my beanbag chair, like, inside my beanbag chair. So I, like, got inside of my beanbag chair and, like, zipped it back up and everything. And then I tried to lay still. Mm. Well, then I realized it was, like, getting really hot in there. I started, like, freaking out. And I started panicking. I started oh. hyperventilating. And I was, like, inhaling <gasps> the foam balls. The little balls. Oh. Yeah. And so I was, like, choking on them. Oh, so, like, no. the more I was, like, trying to breathe, like, the more I was breathing in. And, like, the more I was, like, they were, like, going into my, like, <gasps> like whatever. And I started, like freaking out like flailing around so someone would see me because I was just like oh. couldn't get myself out of the beanbag chair it's oh so my stupid God. <laughs> like I would think that was a good idea but I was it freaked oh. me out so so you bad you totally could have died I know I think about that sometimes oh, but I also think that would be like such a terrible like of death <laughs> how like at the obituary <laughs> Megan died <laughs> inside of a beanbag chair I could I could not die like that <laughs> you know, so uh, I didn't. Good job. I survived. Good job. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> but it was sheer terror. That's, 
Let's see if you can die a funnier way than that. Yeah. And then there was also a time that my mom got too drunk and like uh, forgot about me on the beach. And oh. I went in like the ocean and oh. got carried away by like a whatever at the tide. And I was like drowning out there. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like, that's why I was like super freaked out. But just that suffocation, like the yes. suffocation feeling is not how I, I, I know you don't get to choose. You don't get to pick right. and choose. But I, I don't, wouldn't want that to be the way I go out. <laughs> Just being like, I don't know. Or buried alive. Oh, my gosh. I feel so horrible. Anytime I ever hear about anyone buried alive, like, I'm just like, I freak out. Like, I hate it. I hate the thought of it. I hate the thought of people, like, back in the day that got thought they were dead and put them in a coffin oh. and buried them and they like tried to claw their way out and then they had to start putting God. bells yes they ended up start putting bells oh, in their coffins God. so that they could it's a worst like thought of ugh. ugh. anyway fuck you megan yeah hopefully no serial killer is um hey oh he's seeing like gnats or something i don't even know what he's doing Stan. Every time I'm here, he's, like, freaking out over nothing. Because he's trying to be, he's trying to show off. He wants the attention on him. He loves to be the center. Stanley is a person who loves to be the center of attention. He was eating up how much, like, all the people at the Razor Clown Festival thought he was great. Mm-hmm. So he's just, like, you know, sitting in his, like, proper yes. way. And, so handsome. You know, like, trotting around. And, and then also sometimes being an idiot because he was, like, in his harness and he'd see a dog he wanted to play with, so he'd try to, like, back. He'd just, like, start backing up to try to pull his face out. Ugh. And sometimes he has gotten himself out, which is scary, because then I don't know what he's going to do. But he just wanted to play. Like, there was yeah. dogs that wanted... He found a girlfriend who was, like, this tall, really, like, long-legged beauty. <laughs> she was, like, maybe a... Uh, I think she was a Great Dane greyhound mix, she was like crazy long legs, but she had a Cute. hardcore crush on Stanley, Aww. and she kept trying to get his attention and like barking and stuff. Aww. And and then she was be like, look over at him, and and he wanted to play with her too, and he was trying to like, it was so cute. It was like this weird Aww. love relationship blossoming between the two of them, and I was just like, oh, I wish we could just let them go and play, but quit being, quit doing that. You know, you're being annoying. One time he got so mad that James and I were having a conversation and we weren't paying attention to him that he got up on, like, in between us and got up on the ottoman and just, like, stared at us. <laughs> like, yeah, he's an attention he diva. He is an attention diva. Whore. For sure. Whore. I was going to say that, too, but I was trying to be, I was trying to be PC. <laughs> Stan, you just know you're the most handsome creature in this world. Don't you? I'm so sad. I was just thinking that time when we were talking and not recording because I came back from the bathroom and didn't put push record again. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> when you're talking about doing knifers. Oh, yeah. But I think I also cut out the part that we were laughing about. Or I think I also missed the part when we were laughing about um, my dad not not being able to make it through an episode. Oh, oh no. I know. It was so sweet. It's okay. We enjoyed it together in <laughs> yeah. real life. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Poor sweet daddy. 
your dad your dad seems like a great dad. He's a good dad. Yeah, I great right, dad. Yeah. Like I am I think usually pretty suspect about dads. That's why I think I for like a long time, like I was like, yeah. Really paranoid, especially about like predators and stuff. And I always mm-hmm. had like the app that like let me know like where all like registered sex offenders were with like yeah. range and like Savannah was not even allowed to walk because I had like when I was little living in California I was like I rode my bike far like, right I would ride my bike all over the place I would like go to the park all the time by myself we all did that kind of shit yeah I'd stay out until the lights came on mm-hmm. you know then but, you go home yeah but it's like Savannah like I wouldn't even let her walk a block down the Fuck road without no. a buddy system mm-mm no, I wouldn't do that with Sophie either. Yeah. And Even now, in, like, our very safe town, I'm just, like, I still am just, like, I don't know. But the thing of it is, is that, like, I don't know, I think Kenny and I were maybe talking about this, I can't remember, but it's, like, these things have always been going on, like, you know, but it's, like, now more people, like, pay attention to it more, you know, right. or see it kind of differently than, like, you know just turning a blind eye and wanting to like look good for appearances, you know, but right. really like behind the scenes, like, but, um, and people, people nowadays are more apt to stand up for themselves. Yeah. But in terms of like, I guess like, in like a, um, like a serial way, it was crazy. Like how, like, especially in like the crime doc- documentaries, like really things did like kind of like shift when there was like the, the hot, like the um, freeway or whatever, like installed where there's just like an easy way to like mm-hmm. do a bunch of crime, and then like all that like chunk of time that crime was just like going out of control in California. Yeah, and you, know? you could, they couldn't share information between, yeah, um, whatever between. <laughs> Oh, jurisdiction. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your face when you were trying to say that. Mm, I jurisdiction. I hope Kenny and Sophie aren't feeling like we're shutting them out of the real world. Yeah, no. We should go hang out with them. I think we should go do something and watch the yeah, sunset let's do it. on the beach. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, because they've been... We, we have lots more to talk about on these um, general subjects. I know I have a lot more claustrophobia to talk about. Oh yeah. But um anyway, we'll uh we'll just talk about it next time. Let's talk about it next time. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's oh my go. god, let's let's, let's take advantage of the sun because that's not been hanging on yeah. lately. We're Washingtonians, we need to soak the sun and I can Got see it. Vitamin D. Well, um, thank you so much for listening and uh just remember that it could always be worse. Yes, it could always be worse. We'll see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye-bye.